0: Good morning, good evening, good night. This is the Be Yourself Podcast presented to you by the one and only Vendad. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing. And remember, worry less, trust more, and enjoy the journey. Let's get it. That time of year is approaching, my people. Actually, that time of year is actually here. And what I mean by that time of year is actually here is that... If you live in places like Canada, or America, then you have an understanding that it's getting cold outside. So people like me, people that are single, are going to have to find homes to go to, or find people to come to their homes. (laughs) That's just the reality of things, unless you're going to be a stormtrooper. If you're going to be a stormtrooper, then by all means, you don't need to worry about anything. And I can't make fun of anyone, that is a stormtrooper because I survived a lot of storms alone, alone. It happens. They say there's 27 bones in your hand. I definitely had 28. I definitely had 28. My stroke game for that winter was crazy. I should have did arm wrestling after that winter, to be honest. <laughs> but all jokes aside, more people are going to want to come over and Netflix and chill, and then. You know, when it hits like around 12, 1 a.m. and the breeze outside is very different at those hours, people are not going to want to go home. So, you know, sleepovers happen and people want to cuddle. And on top of it, people love drinking in the winter in home. So you don't want to send someone home drunk. Even if you send them home in the Uber, you don't want them to be the Uber's problem or you don't want the Uber to take advantage of them as well. So you're there, handling all these situations as this single guy, itching your head, thinking, listen, where do I draw the line with this shit? Because when I was younger, it was way easier to handle strangers coming over. Because you're not conscious of anything. You're not thinking about the person laying on your bed sheet or anything, even though in my teens and stuff. I never really made girls just lay in my bed. It was usually the couch. Unless I really cared about the girls, it was the bed. Other than that, it was always the couch. And the reason why I didn't mind them sleeping over when I was younger is because I was so addicted to wanting to have sex. I just wanted to get all of it out of my system. So if I knew I could have sex with a girl, obviously I'm going to want her to stay over as long as possible so we can have as much sex as possible. Real fucking horn dog, but that's just the reality of who I was then. But now, when I think about a stranger coming over, I'm like, "Ah, a stranger." And then usually strangers, they overdrink because they're trying to get comfortable being around you. So that leads to them saying, hey, can I sleep over? And you're like, "Ah, fine. And this is why I rather do it with people I care about because I feel like going to sleep and waking up is a blessing. You wake up, look at the ceiling, you thank God, and you tell yourself, nigga, we made it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Another day. So who wants to roll over and see someone they don't give a fuck about? I'm talking about at this age. You roll over, you see someone you don't give a fuck about, and you have to deal with morning breath, and you have to deal with trying to kick them out. Because usually, for me, a girl will say, oh, don't worry, I'm going to sleep over, but I'm going to leave at 6 a.m. I'm like, all right, 6 a.m. is really good. So I get up at 6 a.m., I wake them up and say, yo, it's 6 a.m., are you about to leave or um, what's going on? They open their eyes. This always happens. They open their eyes. They look at their phone. Because their phone's usually right beside them. They look at their phone, they unlock their phone. Lock back their phone and close back their eyes. So now I'm sitting in the mirror saying, saying this to myself. See, this is this is what you get. This is what you get for being a cool guy. You always want to invite people over, you wanna make sure they're fucking safe. This is what you get. Now you have this girl in your bed you don't give a fuck about and you don't want to kick her out. Now look at this shit. And the best way to get girls out your house in the morning or guys out your house in the morning, if you're a woman listener, just ask them to go for breakfast. And make sure they go home after the breakfast. Sometimes you have those situations where a girl will ask you, please, please come to my apartment. I just want to take a shower, brush my teeth, blah, blah, blah. Then I want to come chill with you for the rest of the day. Then you look at them and you say, aren't you busy? Well, no, I'm not busy. Are you busy? And you're like, yeah, I'm busy. Even if you're not busy, you're going to say you're busy. Well, it's okay. I can just, you know, I can just do whatever you're doing. And now you're just sitting there and itching your head, saying, what did I sign myself up for? And you don't want to be a dick. So you just tell them, yeah, here, come. And dealing with that at this age is very different than dealing with that At a younger age younger age you don't care because now in your head you're like okay i'm stuck with this girl all day so after i do what i have to do with her back to having sex again but at this age i'm thinking i want to do what i want to do then have time to myself but she won't understand that why would a man want time for their self after a long day no they must want to be around girls They must want to, for sure. No, man, not for me, not for me. This is why I rather have girls sleep over that I care about at this stage in life. I'm not trying to go through burning sheets because strangers are danger. We learned that from a kid, that strangers are dangerous. So now I'm going to have to live with always wanting to burn my sheets if I have a stranger sleep (sighs) over. think it's time man put the jersey up man gotta put the jersey up this shit's getting too crazy all these rules regulations people's feelings trying to be understanding ah god you know where does it end where does it end you know what else is very interesting too Who taught humans to be humans? (laughs) Because I'm sitting here thinking. And this is what I always think about when I reflect at the end of the day. Because if I don't reflect, sometimes things won't go into perspective the way they need to for me. Even though I'm conscious of it. So I don't have to overthink it. Or I don't always have to write it down in my journal because I get it. I know I'm gradually always going to get better because that's what I want. You understand? But... I get to a place where I start thinking about human behavior when I fucking self-reflect. Because I think about the things that made me overreact. Or I think about the times of the day my brain was cloudy so I couldn't really ask the questions I wanted to ask. So I'm just there looking like a fucking idiot. And I just feel that way. I don't know if the person telling me anything is looking at me like an idiot. But I'm really mentally not even there, but I'm there. My subconscious is listening for me, but my, my actual conscious is like, "Mm, Vinny, you're not here right now, you know? (laughs) So it made me think about the beginning of time again. And I talk about this a lot. The beginning of time for humans, how humans must've been really fucked up savages because their feelings weren't attached to anything. Do you understand Humans are learning from trial and error. So whatever we've seen or were taught, we teach it to the people after us. So imagine the first generation of these fucking humans, these nut jobs. Imagine seeing a guy <laughs> that's 6'5", 250 pounds, and you're only 110 pounds. And you're 5'4", and you see this big ass guy. And he just starts beating you up because he's not having a good day, if that's considered not having a good day By back in those times. Because we don't know what to call that back then. We don't know if it's called having a bad day or just not having law. If there's no law and you see someone that looks small and you can take advantage of them, then why not install some fear into them? And I'm not saying all men are thinking like this, but I'm saying I know men are thinking like this because today, this very day, men are still trying to install fear into next men. And we have all these laws and regulations. If anything, we have more than we ever had. We should be very thankful that we're not the first generation of humans here because the first generation of humans were dying at like 30 years old. They were fucking just doing wild shit. <laughs> Imagine what they were doing. And then I say all of this to say the reason why I think humans changed. Like they changed over time was due to punishments and awards. But more so punishment. Because you see that 6-5 guy that beats up that six- I mean that 5-4 guy. That 5-4 guy can go build a community of guys that are 5'4 to take guys down that are 6'5. So now you have to think in your head, if you're a 6'5 guy, if I go over there, it has to be war. So you're going to think twice, like, ah, you know, you have to weigh all your odds. You have to trial and error. It's like, okay, if I go over there, I'm most likely going to die. So now someone else that's my size is going to know if they go over there, they're going to die. There has to be a gang of them to face a gang of us. Do you understand? Like, through punishment, people understand that. Or through, like, say for example, I'm fucking, I'm 185 pounds right now. I do a thousand push ups in 30 minutes. So imagine there's no law, and there's a group of kids, like six kids, and they want to come harm me and there's no laws i will tell them if you come over here all six of your bodies are not leaving my property (laughs) and that will stop them from coming that punishment because they believe what i'm saying they see the stature they understand my mind they know that i'm psychotic enough to leave them here because i've done it before or i'll just make examples out of them so through punishments right then on top of it through awards i think they got humans to calm down a bit, too, because they're probably like, oh, if you do this, we give you that. Or if you do things this way, we give you this. And it just manip- it like forms a manipulation, right? And it leads me to think that these times right now are so amazing. There's barely anything going on physical. Like, people are not just out there punching people in the face all the time because... Their religion or because their race and all that stuff. Yes, it's happening. But imagine if those rules were now. The rules from the beginning were right now. Who would be surviving in these times? (laughs) You think, listen, all these laws and regulations help all of us. Imagine if none of them were here. And listen, we all know somebody that is very skinny and very much... One of those people that can't defend themselves. So what would a person like that do if it wasn't for these laws and regulations? So this is why it's very important to be thankful for where we are today. Today, right now. Yes, it's still bad. It's still fucked up. But at the end of the day, look where we are today. The first generation of humans had to protect themselves Against strangers coming to their house. They couldn't call police. <laughs> you know what I mean? There was no death chair. You had to pit the person in the death chair. <laughs> you understand? You had to kill the person. So think about that type of stuff. And. Before I end this. Think about this too. All the laws. That everyone fought for. Our parents. Our grandparents. Whatever. Whatever. Remember. We've. They fought for all those laws just for us to give it up so easily. I just think about things like that. What was the point of us fighting for it? But I can't blame us. Because the people that fought for it were the first people to give up their rights. In reality. Just saying. (laughs) So, you know, stand for something or fall for anything. That's what I'll say. And remember, people fought for you to be where you are today. Everyone fought for you to be where you are today. So take advantage, dog. Take advantage, dog. You know, if you really sit there and think that we're stuck in those times where... (laughs) You know, come on, man. Everyone take advantage of where we are today. And I understand still today... There's some fucked up shit going on. To this day, one of my friends from Afghanistan told me when he came over here, there's a group of grown men taking advantage of little boys in Afghanistan. And it got to the point where it was so bad that the boys started rubbing their own shit on themselves so the guys wouldn't rape them. And this is how... I know the world is still fucked up. I'm not saying it's fair, but be thankful for where you are today because it could be way fucking worse. And always remember, the sleepover rates is going up. Yes, sir. So this podcast was basically an attempt at me doing stand up. And I don't know if it was funny, but I actually laughed when I listened back to it. And it actually wasn't too bad. little rusty at certain points, I could have made a little bit more funnier, but I like how harsh it was and it paints a picture of reality, like what reality could be like right now, but people are still crying and complaining every day. I try to be as harsh but as funny at the same time, and everything about this is true, like down to the harsh part about what my friend in Afghanistan seen back in Afghanistan and everything, all those type of things are real, even the sleepover thing is very real some things I added a little extra sauce on it but you know for the most part everything was you know factual I think it's something I just want to keep working on and I want it to always be relatable to me and to others because I understand that more people are going through normal shit than crazy shit if that makes any sense and what I mean by crazy shit I'm talking about like shit that like famous people are going through like famous people Sometimes their shit is worse even though they have money because their attention is maximized. They're getting so much thrown at them. Do you understand? So that's why I'm trying to say normal shit with crazy shit. More people can relate to normal shit. Like normal shit is like the things I was saying on the podcast like sleepover rate going up. Things of that nature you know and our parents fighting for our rights or our grandparents or dear grandparents fighting for our rights and the older people being the first ones to give it up sometimes, like the whole COVID situation. I'm not trying to bash them or anything. They did what they had to do. I'm just saying, you know, we fought for all those rights or they fought for the rights and then they gave it up so quickly because they were the first ones to get the needles and everything because their age group was getting attacked. So it makes sense for them to get it first. I'm not trying to go against them. I think they did the right thing, but I'm just saying, we we're quick to give up the rights, you know? So all that type of stuff, you know? If you understand and you can relate... This is the type of comedy I would want to do, (laughs) you know?